Welcome to The Ugly Truth. This is episode 509. Ugh. Ugh. Welcome back, Paula. Hopefully you're uh, feeling better from your illness. Uh, yes, I, I have come back down to reality uh, from <laughs> bacteria and uh, UTI central. Uh, I think we all know how you got the UTI. Oh, yes. My honeymooning. <laughs> you're in the honeymoon phase. Yeah, someone else said that, and I'm like, you know, we've been together almost 17 years, so so, <laughs> Up and so on. no, there was re- there was no renewed energy. Well, I mean, that's no. I it's so funny because <laughs> we have been together off and on for I say off and on for 17 years, but the truth of the matter is we've never ever actually stopped sleeping together. Right. So <laughs> I don't know why that has been, and I and I even actually got mad at him like when we were talking about getting married or we were going to get married, and I'm just like, you know, I'm like. I really hate you because even the times we were split up, I'm like, you never let me go. He's not like, really. And I'm like, fully. well, we broke up. I said, but you wouldn't you know, stop slinking over and, you know, just like being like, hey, what's going on? And I was just like, yeah, I just I hated that about you. I said, because you know how I felt. And I just mm. I, I couldn't I was never one for like one night stands or anything like that. So right. I would do what was, you know, not comfortable, but what was familiar. Sure. And so I'm like. We never saw, even when he was like dating girls, he had a girlfriend, an actual girlfriend. <laughs> and he came back and he's like, well, we made it official. I'm like, oh, you did. And then we slept together that day. Oh my God. <laughs> Super healthy. And so I'm like, I'm like, well, you better, I'm like, well, I, I kicked him out and I'm like, well, you better go. I'm like, I'm sure your girlfriend's waiting for you. <laughs> oh my goodness. That's so bizarre. Well, anyway, um, I'm glad you're feeling Actually, better. I think I, I think I initiated that one. Honestly. Yeah. I am glad you're feeling better and I'm glad you're back really quick. I know now you were you were pretty sick, and so you did not watch the the inauguration. Most of the things that you read or see are manufactured. They're meant to create emotion or whatever. But there is one thing about living in the United States that I really love. I love the traditions. I love American history. And no matter what uh, or who is being inaugurated, inauguration is a constitutional event, and it happens every four years. And I just really just drink the Kool-Aid. I really do. I love all of it. And I just, so I told her, I'm like, you know what? I'm just, I'm, I'm just completely drinking the Kool-Aid today. I love everything that I'm watching because it's patriotic. And I didn't realize how patriotic I was until uh, earlier this year when we saw what happened. I just was like, this is America. That is secret ground. I was like, what is, who are you? Like, what are you doing? Stupid. (laughs) I'm not that person usually. But anyway, so I watched the inauguration um, and (laughs) these are the notes that I wanted to share with you. Nothing serious. First and foremost, Lady Gaga (laughs) channeled her inner Carrie Bradshaw and which I would expect nothing less. But if anyone can overdress for an formal event, it's Carrie Bradshaw and Lady Gaga. She like Ava Perone, for God's sake. So like <laughs> she had Madonna the brains. When she played the freaking, I know. And then did she have like some kind of like, it looked like the Hunger Games. Somebody even said that. They're like, yeah. Hunger Games meets yes. the inauguration. <laughs> it was. It was like, is she starting the games? What is this? This is terrifying. That's what they said. Welcome to the Hunger Games. The reason that I say Carrie Bradshaw is when she first came out and she was super dramatically dressed. And, you know, look, she looked great. I I mean, I couldn't pull that dress off, but she certainly could. Well, I mean, she was she was recognizable. So that's, Clearly. You know. And so um, I'm like, maybe that's all Vivian Westwood. <laughs> she had her own microphone, which kind of gold. Reminded me of, mm-hmm. um, I don't know if you saw, well, actually, it's funny because it had J-Lo in it. That movie, uh, 
the wedding planner. Oh, she's like, well, I can't find my lucky microphone. She's, just, she's, like, she's like, how am I supposed to sing? She's like, has anybody seen my lucky microphone? I can't sing without my lucky microphone. And the mom. And then the girl, the bride looks over at J-Lo and she just kind of winks at her. Yes. Uh, well, I so can't sing without it. she had it. her own lucky microphone. Yes. So there was that. Now, in all seriousness, she killed it. She did a great job. It was, it was very moving and I loved it. I just... I found it to be a little uh, theatrical, but well, that was just she, my opinion. The whole thing is theatrics, but it, it, to me, it was it was a you know you're right. In fact, okay, so you know I like TikTok, so I watched. There's a lot of vocal trainers or uh, singers on TikTok that will um, basically critique a famous people's singing. Oh, I watch those on YouTube all the time. Yeah, well, I think I showed you those people on YouTube. Yes, so she's critiquing Lady Gaga's rendition of the star spangled banner and yes. so she's like really good really good and then at the end she goes oh say she's like well that was a choice <laughs> <laughs> and i started laughing and then she, well, looks, that she was a choice and she goes and then she goes very good i mean overall it was amazing but it was over the top which kind of i her whole thing was over the top i'm not i'm not judging it i just it, in the in a negative way i was just like well that is definitely lady gaga i mean that she brought it i just like a nice clean version that just sounds nice and yeah. then you know when they do their whole uh like the ending if they yeah. want to get a little creative like in the land of the free like if they want to do that part, yes. and it was like, Woo! yes, <laughs> that's what. And then if they want to end it appropriately, gentlemen, start your engines. No. Right. <laughs> so she she did great. She opened it up, and then Jennifer Lopez comes out in her all white suit, representing suffragette, suffragettes and women's, you know, women and all that stuff. So she comes out, and she is tasked to sing. America the Beautiful. So she came out and she sang it. And then that bitch put in Let's Get Loud <laughs> at the end. Yeah, I heard that. Let's Get Loud. And I was like, what? I go, it is always about J-Lo. Always about J-Lo. Even at the fucking inauguration, she's like, remember this from 20 years ago, everyone? <laughs> it's like, wow. I was not happy. Unhappy is not the word, but I was a little like, whoa, that's really bold. That's a choice. Like, Let's get loud at the presidential inauguration. Right? And I'm like, and there's like a smattering of people because. Unless she was nervous and she's just used to saying that at her concerts. Perhaps. I wonder how many, like, is that just her catchphrase <laughs> at like every show she does? Let's get loud. Yeah. You know, the thing is, is that you know that I love J-Lo. I mean, I really do like everything. She's fierce. She's beautiful. She's successful and all that stuff. But Stephanie and I were talking. She's a bit oversaturated right now. There's a lot of her going around. And it's like, you know, it's like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Next. What what else? You know? I, I really believe, like, ever since she did the Super Bowl, it's like she jam. She's like one of those people or like one of those commercials where they like jam pack so much stuff into the commercial, you're like, whoa, what, wait, what are they selling? You know, because you don't know what's actually being sold. Right. She did that at the Super Bowl. She, like, tried every little trick, you know, nook, cranny, mm. move, dance, outfit, song, you know. Right. And it's just, like, 
you know, it's like short of tap dancing and doing the Charleston. It's just like, Jesus Christ, like, what is she doing? And then you get Shakira on the other side and she's just like effortlessly, you know, performing, flowing over there. And she's yes. like smiling and laughing like, ha ha, we're having this a great so time. Great. Oh, this is awesome. I love the Americas. You know, yes. And so, and then you've got J-Lo over there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's get it on. You know, it's <laughs> so... Anyway, so then there was that, and then the, the, this beautiful poet who, uh, Amanda Gorman, who's only 22 and just super, she's like the youngest poet laureate of our country. It's She was amazing and brilliant. And then, uh, and this is not in any order, the, <laughs> the, the, the least thrilling for me was when Garth Brooks wobbled out in his finest Wrangler jeans to, to, sing, to sing God Bless America. No, I thought it was Amazing Grace. Amazing Grace, that's right. See, the problem I have is I did see part of Garth Brooks singing God, uh, Amazing Grace. That's like the most anticlimactic song on the planet. And I'm well, just like, he's got the most beautiful voice. He still sings amazing. And so mm -hmm. I'm just like, why didn't they give him a harder song? Why'd they give like the song with notes to J-Lo <laughs> and then give him the amazing Well, you know what? Grace. I'm not a huge fan. I've never been a big fan of Garth Brooks. And oh, I just... shut your mouth. Nope. Jamie. No. I can't it's tell true. you how many times in our household we had on VHS that tape that he did on live television where he's wearing that blue shirt. Yep. And he's saying, shameless. We rewound that so much that it became like like <laughs> staticky on the VHS tape because we loved that part so much. We all watched that tape. I, I'm not saying that I didn't participate. I'm you telling you that I am not a fan. In your car because I believe your boyfriend was a big fan. Right. I never ever claimed to love Garth Brooks ever. Whatever. And I don't. Okay. Anyway. I'm not a bandwagoner. I'm so different. I no. like everything that's not traditional. I haven't liked Garth Brooks since the beginning, Paula. Never. I'm not saying I don't like everything he's done. I There are some songs that I like, but I am not a huge fan. So anyway, my point is, is that he came out. I don't know. His hair looks weird. I'm like, did he get plugs? Like, is it he's thicker? Old. It just looks th like weird. The way it was cut was kind of weird. And I'm like, God, those look, it almost looks fuzzy. Well, it could be because also it was like below freezing and, you know, maybe his scalp froze up and his hair was just like puckered i don't know <laughs> well i don't like either he had folliculitis at the time because it was so cold and well i'm sorry for dissing your boyfriend apparently but i'm not saying that, i thought he I'm looked dumb saying, in jeans i'm just saying don't blame it all on your roots okay because <laughs> he showed up yeah. in boots <laughs> and he okay. ruined your patriotic affair he didn't ruin my oh <laughs> Anyway, so that's all I have to say about the inauguration. I can't it. Well, maybe you aren't a fan because you didn't get my thing. I just what? I don't really care for mainstream music. I just you know I I who I, are you I talking about? The fringe. Are you trying to make fun of me? No. Okay, I didn't think so, Mister Miss. I only watch shit and I've never seen anything of current ever. Okay, Jamie. <sighs> all right. So I'll have you know before we upgraded our iHeart media plan to family mm -hmm. i had a whole playlist it was called kaleidoscope it was the most obscure music <laughs> you would find okay. and mostly because it was foreign well that's deep you are a deep woman there was okay you have well, taste 
It's not taste. It was just weird. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I have received several messages from our listeners. So thank you so much for reaching out about the goop vagina candle explosion. How did I not know about this? Because it happened when you were in the throes of fever and and antibiotics. So this is, let me give you just the basics. I sent you the, I sent you the N yeah, article. There's it. been a hundred articles written about it. So basically this woman in England, won, uh one of the original vagina candles from Goop from an online contest and she apparently lit it and it went up in flames. Well, I was happy to know it wasn't in her vagina when it happened. No. So. So well, when you first sent it to me and you're like the vagina candle explosion, and I looked at Victor, I'm like, I'm all, did we put a candle in my vagina? Did it explode? I'm like, I don't remember what happened last week. And he's like, no, I, I don't think we did that. Oh, so you were thinking <laughs> that this was a product that of a candle that you put in one's vagina? Well, you know, on her website, you can never tell. I'm like, what is it? Some kind of cleansing thing? <laughs> is it like ear wicking? Is it vagina wicking? Oh my I don't God. Know. Paula, don't Well, you Google never it. know with her. Well, I mean, I have a feeling we could Google it and find out. Anyway. So she said that she lit it and then it kind of like went up in flames. The whole thing melted and it was just a big mess. They threw it outside in the rain or something and it, it wasn't it just a votive though. Well, the vagina candles are probably like the size of like a coffee mug. They're pretty big, I think. Oh, okay. So there is it like a three wick one, you think? I don't know. No, it's only one, but it's probably it's not like the giant Bed Bath and Beyond or the Bed Bath and Body Works ones where there's a three wick. It's probably like half that size is my guess. Okay, I got you. Anyway, so I did some research because I'm like, have have these been exploding and going up in flames? Like, what's the deal? No, there hasn't been. There's really only one likely explanation as to how this candle would have gone up in flames like this, and that is water. So she probably had lit the wick at some point before this happened, and it and then you know put it out like nor extinguished it and then relit it and then somehow moisture or water got on the wax and so as the wick is melting and going down the water and the melted wax interacted and creates this big spark and then it creates a fire and mm. so that's literally one of the only ways a candle will do that so my guess is is that somehow there was humidity or moisture or it There's got wet by condensation if there was by the window it could have dripped off the right you know, the ledge because i mean it's there's a lot of wet places out there. Or if, the, you know, if, if there was like frost on the windows and the, the warmth of the candle was, you know, melting it a little bit. I mean, but still, it shouldn't happen. Well, no, it's going to happen if you're not using it properly. But what I was looking at going, they really, really missed. They really missed an opportunity here to say that the goop vagina candle got wet and exploded. <laughs> like, why didn't they go with it? The goop candle got something moist. And when it came in contact with something hot, it exploded. <laughs> so in other words, you know. And not... splattered everywhere. <laughs> I mean, it was a mess. It was on the ceilings. It was on the wall. <laughs> it was on the floor. I mean, it took it was a lot of, there was everywhere. a lot of cleanup. <laughs> we had to call in a biohazard team to clean up everything. <laughs> I'm just like, they really missed the opportunity to really go full pun with this whole thing. Well, maybe the Goop website should do their own article talking about with the incident. Maybe. And then uh, just say, we feel the need to write full disclosure, the full Monty on <laughs> <laughs> full disclosure. I know. 
Well, and then to me, I'm just like, first of all, this is, it's still marketing. And the first thought I had before I fully read the article was, why did anyone buy this? It's, it's $75. Well, that is disgusting. I mean, like, who, okay, well, what, let's see, which one did they She get? didn't buy it. She won it. So she got it for free. So I was like, okay, that's good news because that would be crazy. Who would, who would actually buy, first of all, you couldn't buy them. I don't even think it was a real product. I think I would have sold it on eBay. We've discussed it before. I think she made like a hundred of them, and that's it because there were j- they were more like a marketing toy, and then gave some away, and then maybe sold a few, and that was it. Because I mean, nobody's going to pay seventy five dollars for something that says vagina can't. Or this smells like my vagina. Wow. Not on purpose. I would have bet. I would have been the reporter. So after the instance, <laughs> were you still able to consummate? than the evening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I'm just like, I'm sure there's a joke here somewhere about wet vaginas and exploding and Gwyneth Paltrow and fire. I just, I'm not, I'm not a professional, but I'm sure that God. someone will put something together for us and I'll laugh about it in but some why special. Would you eat? Okay. For starters, I wouldn't even light that thing because if I thought it had a hint of vagina smell, <laughs> I, I, in a million I years, <laughs> Even, I would never. I okay. I know Victor, and if I'd be like, "Well, this is supposed to smell like Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina," the look on his face would be like, "Oh my god!" Like, <laughs> don't like that. Like, I don't. Even, I don't even think he'd be curious. Like, well, I think it would just be like that. Sounds disgusting. <laughs> like, here's I, what's I actually. You know what you want to know? It's really disgusting. Is first of all, there's no vagina. It it was just a joke, obviously. Oh, okay. She says, "Well, it smells like my vagina." That's right. But. There are people on Etsy who actually take their pussy juice and make mm. candles that smell like their vagina, apparently. And I'm like, well, I mean, that's a way to go. That's entrepreneurial, I suppose. I personally would not do that. But OK, go go ahead. And, I mean, you know, that that literally for like eighteen dollars. <laughs> that's it. Eighteen dollars is how much they think their pussy juice is worth there. It was like eight. It was like eighteen or nineteen ninety nine. Yeah. And they're just so crass. You know, it's just so like the, the I mean, label. You know how much money a pair of used socks can go for on eBay? Five dollars. Or like used pantyhose or something like that. I mean, gently used. There is a real washed. There's a real market for dirty underwear. A real market. There are men who will pay. I shit. If that's the case, I have like the oldest period used panties that I mean with holes in them that I'm ready to toss. And they'll pay I'm, like thirty dollars for worn oh, underwear. Jamie, there's people who will pay a lot more than. That. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm just, just saying. If you take pictures of yourself waist down and stilettos wearing those ugly panties, they'll pay up to a hundred, two hundred bucks. I mean, that is lucrative. If you have your own shop, are you kidding me? That is lucrative. Where would you do that? Where could you sell that? eBay doesn't do that? Oh, eBay does. does. They do? You just have to show that, you just have to write in the description that they're washed and and gently used. And they're, and they are clean. But they don't want them clean. Well, they know they're not. Oh. But. Well, it's not like I know. I don't understand. Because I'm just you're not saying. a guy, and you're not looking at the picture saying like, "Oh, look at that girl wearing those ugly period stained panties." You if know? I ever caught Daryl doing that to my underwear, I don't know what I'd do. Doing what to your underwear? Like smelling it or whatever. Like who knows? These guys could be wearing them. I mean, 
You saw Silence of the Lambs. I don't know why I'm so like shocked by this. I think it's because in a million years I would never ever do it. Jamie, and so I, sent I you just the picture of that guy who was wearing the fake breast that he bought on Amazon. Remember? I know, but he I'm was just... in like a like a four axle you know diesel truck, and he was like six <laughs> four and like three hundred pounds, and he was lifting up, smiling, wearing a black bra with fake implants. Moving on, um, so you wanted to discuss, I thought it was kind of appropriate because there's some discussion that hopefully all the kids might end up back in school in the next three months, which would be amazing, especially for- I don't see how that's going to happen with that new strain. So it would be cool if it happened. And one of the <laughs> things that they would miss, that they are missing, especially your son in high school, are dances. Yeah. And my first dance ever was in junior high, seventh grade. That's when they start to try to force kids to be social outside of their little cliques. Or if they don't have friends, it's a lot like 16 Candles. Like, I don't want to go. I want to stay with you guys. And it's like, no, you're going. Because it's like how you learn to interact with boys and girls. and Yeah, like outside of the classroom. Outside, Yeah, social in a a somewhat controlled environment (laughs) in the dark. And um, things have changed a lot since oh yes they have well ryan went to dances in junior high but Mm -hmm. i didn't mean to interrupt you no no it's fine so when he told me like oh there's a dance so uh when i was reading the information about like the prices of the things for the dances i was looking and it just says um you'll need xyz for the carnival you'll need xyz for the game truck you'll need xyz for like the the shaved ice machine and i'm like what the fuck is all this shit i'm like what about the dancing yeah and i'm just like i'm like is it i'm like do they play like slow music and then they said um i think it says there are no slow dances um it's all you know current like top 40 it's all clean music blah 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 and i'm just like what slow dances i'm like i'm like what is this i'm like it's Sounds like a religious, you know, <laughs> dance that, you know, Six kids inches. go to on a Friday night. And I said, in fact, I think I remember in high school, my friends, they used to have, we had a lot of, I had a lot of friends who were Mormon in school. Leave room and, for God. Um, I don't know if we maybe had just a big Mormon population in our school. We did. did. Mormon friends? Yeah. Okay. Yes. So um, they would hold like these big, well, actually, I'm sorry. They're Latter-day Saints now. Um, but uh, it, I apologize. It's actually offensive to call Mormons now. Um mm-hmm. So I had a lot of LDS friends growing up. And so they would have these like dances. I think it was like once a month or something like that. And um, they'd get all like the churches from the area. Then they do like these really big dances and they mm-hmm. sounded super fun. And I think they did slow dances and stuff like that. But I think that's also how they met like prospective partners and stuff. Yes. So when I read this, I'm like, well, what the crap is this? And so I'm like, a game truck? Really? A carnival? I'm like, Ryan, what is this? And so I'd pick him up for the dance. Of course, he's like ridiculously sweaty. And Ew. you know, his face is all red. And I'm just like, what? What, what in the world? What did you do? And um, he's just like, well, we, uh, we had some pizza. And uh, we played in the game truck for a while. We did a lot of dancing. And I'm like, who'd you dance with? I'm like, did you dance with any girls? He's like, we just danced with everybody, like in a big group. And I'm like, oh. so you danced with your guy friends? He's like, yeah. Well, did you have a good time? He's like, oh, yeah, it was great. Aww. <laughs> he was like, out of breath. <laughs> That's cute. God, my dances were so bare bones. I mean, you show up for two hours from seven to nine. There was a station. There was a table where parents had donated baked goods. And then there was water <laughs> fountains because there was no bottled water back then. And oh, gross. 
we had a DJ and that was it. And there was lights like, you know, bright, you know, pretty lights and stuff like it was like like a like a discotheque, I guess. Yeah. And so we would you could either dance or you could stand along the wall or occasionally you could <laughs> go outside and get some cool air because it would get hot in there. So it was literally like 16 candles. The last dance of the night was always a slow song. And, what was it? Well, it varied and it depended on who who requested it. But sometimes it was always a long song. So they wanted it to be long. So it was either Led Zeppelin Stairway to Heaven. Oh, really? Oh, God. It was awful. And I'm like, I hate this music. Why? It's like, God, it was like the 80s. There, you couldn't come up with something better than that. But everybody wanted the longest slow song possible. Because okay. they wouldn't end the dance until the song was over, and then the lights go on, just like when you're at a bar, and they go, "Lights out, time to go home." And they turn oh, on the God. lights, Everyone and you're all scatters ah! like cockroaches. Everyone's like, "You're like ah! natural light." Ah! You're like, "Oh no, I'm really drunk." Yeah. So, <laughs> well, and then you just look at yourself in the mirror, and you're like, "Ah!" I you're like, like, "Oh my God, <laughs> it's been beat up." <laughs> you look like shit. You're like, "Oh," and I'm then so the guy puppy. you got, just got the number from, he's like, "Ah!" You're like, "Look at me." You're all pale and your eyeliner smudged and you're like, I got to get You're like here. lips have feathered all the way up to your cheeks. You're like, I got to go. Yeah. Like, uh, God, yeah, the worst. Uh, uh, go. You're like, where's Christine? We got to get out of here. <laughs> anyway. So yeah, that, that was the totality of our dances in junior high. And I just remember that you weren't cool if you didn't get to the last, if you, you had to work for two hours to get someone to dance with you for the last song. That was the oh, goal. Oh, okay. So the whole time... You're manipulating your you're work in the room. <laughs> you're working the room. You're getting your friends to ask his friends. I mean, it's the whole thing. And then you're you know, sending a messengers like, so uh, my friend here. <laughs> only once did I not secure someone to dance with at the end. And it was only because someone asked me and I was so repelled. And I said, absolutely not. Not happening. And that was the only that was the only time. But every other time I, I was asked to dance. So what did you do? Like go hide in the bathroom or go outside or something? Paul, I didn't give a shit. I left. <laughs> I'm like, I'm out of here. And so I'd, I'd, I'd leave. They're like, where are you going? I'm like, my mom's right there. And they're like, oh, fine. And they would let you go because they were super strict about letting oh, yeah. you leave. They are strict about that. Like, usually I have to, uh, we have to stand outside or like stand right there. And the teacher has to like point to the parent and like <laughs> you have to wave. And then, yeah. then the kid can get in the car. So yeah. I was talking, well, what prompted all of this last night, I was making dinner and I have like my own iHeart radio thing, like my playlist and Gloria Estefan came on. Don't ask why I was listening to it, but shut okay. up, shut up and listen to me. Anyway, so um, <laughs> Victor's like, oh my God. And I'm like, what? He's just like, he's all talk about memories. He's like, anytime Gloria, Est he's like, Gloria Estefan was at literally at every high school dance I ever went Ew, to. Like, really? really? He's like, yeah. And he's like, every girl was just like, oh, Gloria Estefan. What? He's like, can we no. dance? And I'm like, really? He's like, she was always the, that's, he's like, anything by Gloria Estefan made the girls want to slow dance. And I'm like, that's so oh, silly. Oh my God. That is so funny. It was funny. I'm like, really? And so I'm like, that's so funny. And I said, that's I a weird slow like, song. Well, he went to high school in like, um, the late nineties and, right. um, so I'm like, well, what other songs? He's just like, it was not a high school dance if they didn't play Lady in Red. <laughs> so, oh, and I'm like, Lady really? In Red. Those are old yeah. songs. Those aren't even like current. They're classics, though. And I remember actually when he said that. I remember being um, at lunchtime one time in Senior Square with my friends, and a group of girls were singing Lady in Red. <laughs> 
Good God. <laughs> and so I'm like, well, what kind of dancing did you guys, like, how did you guys dance? Like, who, me? Yeah, like, did you, when you guys fast dance? Well, in you... high school, well, in high school, it was the 80s. So, you know, like, the best time to be, yeah. to be a teenager was in the 80s. And so did there you was, do, like, the footloose kick or There what? was a variety. And so there was the, quote, unquote, new wave kids who danced kind of like, ah, ah, you know, with, uh, you know, that <laughs> they all look like Claire from 16 Candles doing oh, that okay. thing. There was the headbangers. And that was the thing about our our school dances. It was like there was no rhyme or reason to the music. I mean, there would be rat from, you know, round and round. There would be we used to smurf to any R&B songs that they would play because they wouldn't play any real rap. Yeah, it's a it's a dance. And so it look like uh, it's very urban. I don't really know how to explain it. We would do the electric slide. You know, it's like there was all these different. (laughs) There was no there was no rhyme. It was complete and utter chaos and the only other thing that i loved about it was back then when you went to the dance everybody wanted to be there and they stayed till the end and now you take your kid you drop your kid off at the dance and they're ready to leave in like 30 minutes and they go to a party (laughs) like it's not the same at all at all it sucks because i don't know why because we loved it i maybe it's because they have phones now i'm not really sure but we always had a blast Always. Yeah. So I asked Victor, I'm like, like, well, how did you guys dance? And he's just like, he's all, we were either slow dancing or freaking. And I'm like, freaking? Freaking? Oh, like, like dirty dancing? Like, like grinding. Yeah. And oh, I'm just like, yeah. I'm like, that's mm-hmm. gross. I'm like, how did you do that with like formal wear? He's like, well, we just figured out a way. And yeah. so, um, so anyways, I found some online people who talked about like their most awkward school dances. <laughs> and so, oh, because I asked Victor, I'm like, well, did they have like food? So, okay. The reason why I don't have any experience is because I literally had like the strictest parents on the planet. So yeah. I couldn't go anywhere and do anything. Right. And so I never went to a dance. Right. So Victor's like my conduit to reality in high school. <laughs> and mm. So... Um, I said, well, did they have, like, food and stuff? And he went to a really uh, rich high school. He went to Oak Ridge. Okay. And so he's like, well, one time we had a full, like, dinner meal. And he's what? like, but most of the time, yeah, I think it was, like, homecoming or something. Oh, like that. So they had, like, mm-hmm. a sit-down meal. <clears throat> um, but, I mean, Oak Ridge was where all the kids whose parents worked at, like, Intel and everything went. Okay. And so – they even had like a King's basketball player's son, like mm-hmm. at their school. So everyone there was like millionaires, except for him. And so they usually did have like chips and dip and like some other things. But he said he only ate the chips and dip because he was afraid, you know, he was going to get sick if he ate anything else. Well, it's still potluck. Yeah. I said, did anybody ever spike the punch? He's like, not when I was there. Did anybody ever spike your punch? No, we didn't have that. We didn't have punch. Yeah. And so we had soda. Online, someone said, one time I was at a school dance with my boyfriend and we were both eating the food there. Then when we were finished, we started dancing. Bad idea because I puked all over him. Oh, my God. I think everybody has a DJ because Ryan even said they had a DJ at his. Yes. And so this girl said, one time my dad was a DJ for my middle school dance and witnessed me lead a grind line and yelled, that's my kid. You go, girl. (laughs) Into the microphone. Great. I know. I think that was about it. But I just thought it'd be fun to talk about school dances and school Yeah, for sure. The only memorable thing, I always had this weird thing where I just, I never wanted to miss a homecoming. I was a cheerleader and it seemed sacrilege 
for a cheerleader not to go to homecoming because it's the football, you know, dance. Oh, okay. Every year I went, I went to every homecoming all four years, which was great. I had a boyfriend my sophomore year who was a junior. So I actually got to junior prom as a sophomore. And so my junior year, I ended up getting pneumonia. I was really, really sick. I don't remember you ever getting pneumonia. I did. I was, I had walking pneumonia. I was on copious amounts of antibiotics and I ended up not going to my own junior prom. And I honestly do not have any problem with it because I had already gone to a junior prom. So I didn't feel like I was missing out on anything. Yeah. Um, But that was also, I did have a date uh, to go and I don't want to get too deep into it, but he tried to commit suicide. Oh my god! <laughs> and it was a it was a joke. I mean, actually, I actually went to the hospital and he apologized to me, which was ridiculous. Well, he had what no business joke. Well, no, everybody joked about because we were all we all a bunch oh. of us went to visit him at the hospital that he not the actual it was a different kind of hospital and he apologized. He's like, I just really want to apologize. This had, was had nothing to do with you. And of course, we all joked. I'm like, you literally would rather die than go oh. with me. OK, and, well, when you said it was a joke, I thought you meant like he was joking. No, like no, no, really no, no, no. There was a running joke. <laughs> no, there was a okay. running joke. <laughs> But I'm just it, like, why would he joke about no, no, no. suicide? That's not funny at all. No, it wasn't funny. And uh, happy to report, we're friends on Facebook, and he has a beautiful family. He's very Yay! happy and successful. He Everything's wonderful. Woo! Yeah, it had nothing to do with me. But in addition to that happening, well, I also was very, that. very I sick. Mean, it not only was it not about you, it was that he no. also resolved whatever it was. Yes, and so now he's very happy now. But my point God. is, is that he wanted to tell me to my face that this had nothing to do with me. And I'm like, of course it did. I mean, I'm like, I'm young, but I'm not. I mean, absolutely. His mom was there. She was so sweet. And it was just like this big thing. And I was just so thrilled that he was okay. And, you know, there was probably 10 other people with that with me. And it was just like we were just so happy that he was safe and everything was great. Yeah. And so in addition to that happening, uh, and we all made light of it, including myself and including this person, I was very, very ill. And so I ended up not going. And I was like, you know what? I literally don't care. Like, who cares? You know, I went. I know what it's like. Done and done. I did go to my senior ball with uh, somebody, my boyfriend. And this was awkward the boy I went to his junior prom with, he was there at my senior ball. He had been out of school now for a year. And he came back and took someone that was in my class to our senior ball. You know, so that's the bizarre part is because Victor and I have talked about that before. Now, Victor has literally been to like three senior balls and like th- like four junior proms. And I'm like, okay, oh. I'm like, how is that even possible? Because girls like, kept asking him. Well, he says, so when I was a freshman, he's like, someone asked me to go to their junior prom. He's like, when mm-hmm. I was a sophomore, I was dating a junior. So I went to her junior prom. He says, then I went to my own junior prom, but I was also dating a junior at her at another school. who yes. was, And she was a junior there. So I went to her junior prom and then I went to my junior prom. Yes. He says, but I also went to a senior ball when I was a sophomore. <laughs> um, and so he was like telling me all these. So he went to like a, a fuck to fuck fuckload of you know proms, proms. and i'm just like yeah. good lord i'm just like and he, he all this time he's always telling me what a dork he was in school and he was Doesn't like, like a it. lone cowboy <laughs> and i'm like well you weren't that much of a dork and i'm just like but then again i also look at the pictures of all the dances he went to and the girls he went with and i'm just like well i'm like you didn't have the greatest standards either so i mean that's true I, well you know, you know producer it's a trade-off. you you went to a bunch of proms but you weren't yeah. going with you know 
Well, producer Dub had a girlfriend who went to a different school and she was also a year younger. So she went to his junior prom. He went mm-hmm. to her then because they were together long enough. So he mm-hmm. went to her junior prom. She went to his senior ball and then mm-hmm. he took her to her senior ball. So there's like all these photos. He literally rented a gray tuxedo and just got and just rented different colors for all the different yeah. dances. It's, so almost that he like, could, it's almost like incest. <laughs> a little bit. And then I, I've seen all these photos and I'm like, oh, gold chain, really? That's how you went? <laughs> He's like, everybody was wearing him. It was the 80s. And I was like, all right. <laughs> well, and see, what's funny is because <laughs> Victor, his brother, and his sister, they're called like Irish, well, I guess Irish triplets because they're all 10 months apart. Oh, okay. <laughs> so they were all in high school at the same time. So they're all in the same pictures. God, like they you? Do, when they do group photos, they're all oh, there. Oh, that would be annoying. Every like and and all they all all, all these pictures are just wallets. So it's just like yeah. we, he has this box of pictures. Well, I, I guess his parents have them now. But when we first started dating and we were looking at all these pictures, and every now and then, like you know, we break out the pictures at like Thanksgiving or something, and everyone sure. would be looking. It's just there's like a hundred million pictures, like different ones, and they're just like, oh, remember this time? Remember this time? Because I mean, it would be like a Sadie's Hawkins. It'd be homecoming. It'd oh be my Hawkins, god! Cedar Ball, and I'm looking at all these. I'm like, who are all these women? You know, and I'm like, panties. I have a Sadie Hawkins dance story. You know, Sadie Hawkins is not a real pleasant dance for me. I, I have very few good memories. Now, back well, in don't the day, you have to wear the same clothes. You wear matching outfits, but not only that, but back in the day, you used to be able to get married at these dances. Oh my God, why would you do that? I don't know. It's a weird tradition. I don't know if they still do. I don't know. Do they even do them anymore? I don't even know. So, the, well, my, Victor, did, Victor did. He did a. Uh... It's the craziest, it's the craziest thing. Yeah, my but freshman that was a long year, too. my freshman year, I was supposed to go to, I, everybody I went to school with went to one school and our parents sent me to CASA. And so I didn't have, I had two oh. friends. I had two Wait, friends. So everyone at past year went to Bella Vista? No, everyone from past year. No, I went to Carnegie. Oh, that's right. So I. did you go to Carnegie? Well, that's because that's the, that was the school that that we were assigned to. But our parents decided that I needed to go to a fundamental high school, and Casa had just gone fundamental, and so they what was sent the difference? me. Uh, hi, Paula, I have no idea. It was okay, terrible. Okay, okay. I know Sorry. that. Sorry. So anyway, um, so I go. I know two people, and um, that's it. And so my freshman year, Sadie Hawkins happens kind of. I think it happens in in the fall if i'm not mistaken maybe it's in this in the winter yeah time. It's, it's like after uh it's, it's after it's after homecoming i think i have no idea when it is it's I don't in even between remember. like homecoming and christmas i think because... okay you're right oh it's, that's you know, exactly it's a basketball correct. dance no that's cassava cassava yeah that's different. Oh, no, is that not the same thing that's not the same thing anyway so sadie hawkins comes and as you've said we did have strict parents now mine my set of parents are your set of parents. However, they changed dramatically by the they time were you were high school. At the time. Very different. But I didn't know what Sadie Hawkins was. I was a freshman. I had never heard of it in my life. And so my friends were like, oh, my God, who are you going to ask for Sadie Hawkins? I'm like, well, what is this? Oh, that's right. You had to ask the boy. I forgot. You have to ask the boy. And I was like, um, what is this? So they explained to me it's kind of like twerp or it's the opposite day. Right, you know, right, opposite right. day. 
and they were explaining to me everything. And I'm like, well, I don't know. I mean, I don't really like anybody, so I'm not really sure. I'm like, like, I don't think I'm going to do it. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, I don't think I'm going to do it. That sounds dumb. And it sounds like expensive, which means I have to ask my mom for money, which means it's going to be a whole thing. Because you had to go shopping together before the (sighs) dance. It is such a thing. And so... You're just like, well, can your mom drop you off the mall on Saturday at one and my mom will drop me off then and then they'll pick us up at three and and I have $20. Can we we just wear jeans and white shoes and just buy matching shirts? (laughs) This was the first of many in my life, the first worst date I've ever been on. So this boy, really cute. I had no idea who he was, but he he wanted me to ask him to the Sadie Hawkins dance. And I'm like, yeah, sure. Same as Danny. And he was cutie pie, but I didn't know anything about him other than he was my age and he was really, really cute. And he wanted to go with me. I'm like, all right, cool. Did you guys have a class together? Yes. We, I mean, I knew him. I, it wasn't like he was just wandering the halls. I mean, we knew each other kind of, but I didn't know okay. anything really. I didn't, had never he gone to school He wasn't like a friend him. or something. No, not really. I'm like, yeah, cool. Sure. So, uh, so I officially asked him and he said, absolutely. And so we made arrangements. Shockingly, we were able to get it all together. We had matching outfits and all the stuff. We went to uh, dinner. I can't like a black Angus or something. Uh-huh. And mom took us and she sat at the bar <laughs> and proceeded to drink while we were eating dinner. Wait, and then our she, mother, our mother? Yes, yes. And then took us to the dance. And it was... <laughs> He was really outgoing and all this stuff. And he was, you know, singing to all the Prince songs and, you know, everything. It was a really fun time. That so I thought fun. Yeah. It, it was, except that he had just broken up with a girl that I didn't know who she was. Her name was Carrie. And so proceeded to harass me for the rest of my life that I took her, that I stole her boyfriend. She called me a whore. She said I was a slut. To this day, Paula, to this day. She hates me. To Why this she day, she hates knock me. Knock her out that night and be like, fuck off, bitch. I didn't know who she just... was. I was like, who are you? <laughs> I, you know what? I wouldn't care who it was. If someone called me a whore or a slut, I'd knock them out. First of all, I'm like, who are you? T-? I, it, the first time she literally stuck her head out of the class, I was walking to my class, like in between classes or whatever, and I was late or whatever. So I was walking, you know, quiet. There was nobody around. And I'm walking and all of a sudden I hear this, you slut. And I turn around and I go, are you referring to me? And she's like, who are you talking to? And I'm like, who are you? And that made her really mad because I'm supposed to know. So ultimately, it was big drama and everybody's like, oh, that's Danny's ex-girlfriend. They just broke up, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, I had no idea. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, really? (laughs) And I'm like, I had no idea. And I even asked him, like, what the fuck is going on with this chick? Are you together? Like, what are we doing? I'm not going to go with you. And well, were he's you guys like, no. supposed to, were you going to date after that? No, I had no intention of anything. We didn't even kiss goodnight, nothing. In fact, he did not come. I didn't take him home. He like found his own way home. Right. I went home and that was the end of it. I said, never again. I will never do this again. Because I, she literally, she did not bully me in high school at all. But she hated me forever, forever. Is- and I literally had no idea why. I never what knew is- why. I never tried to even work it out with her because she was a cunt. And I'm like, fuck you. I the shit out of her. Well, she was bigger than me. fucking call me a bitch or a whore or whatever it is. I'm like, eat my fist. She was bigger than me. And I'm like, nah, that's all right. I I, I don't know size. I don't care. I'm never letting anyone manipulate me into asking anyone anything ever. Ever again. If I... I, Well, your next high school dance, you say no. That's right. (laughs) God. 
horrible. But you know what? Those are the things that stick with you, right? I mean, I've been harboring this for for decades, and I still remember it like it just happened. I was just so flabbergasted. I'm like, are you referring to me? Because I did think about kicking her ass for sure. I would have. I'm like, please come out here and I'll beat you. That's fine. No. But she was So she was at a classroom. I'd be like, I'm yeah. sorry. Excuse me, uh, teacher. <laughs> Can I borrow this person for a moment? I need to kick her ass. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. She just I, called you know me what? a whore and, and nobody does that. That's true. But I. But first of all, I would have been offended if I had thought I was one. But I was as virgin as the snow is white. I had well, no that idea. Would be why? I'd be like, you don't even know me. Why, why yeah. are you calling me that? I didn't know her. And when I was like, who are you? She goes, you know who I am. I'm like, I have no idea. Oh, my God. It was so ridiculous. But anyway, it's never, you know what? (sighs) Fucking dance. But you know what? Those are, that's how you learn. That's how you become people. That's like you have to deal with that kind of stuff. And right now, nobody's having to deal with that kind of stuff because there's no dances. So hopefully, hopefully that will change and they'll be able to go and figure their shit out. Because how else are you supposed to act in a club if you don't go to a dance in high school? Like you don't even know. You don't know. it's like I, I'm sad that Ryan's missing out on the stuff, but on the same note, I'm like, you are completely bypassing like the worst year of high school, and that's not even fair. Hmm. Anyway, that's all I have. Cool. Yeah, I think that's it. Thanks everybody who's uh, supporting Olivia. Uh, well, I don't even know if we. You guys probably announced it last week, but Olivia, no, we didn't. Uh, my daughter, is selling Girl Scout cookies. We did post a link um, with all the cookies that are available this year, but the actual posting on um, it's on Facebook. But the actual posting, for some reason, the link that when we posted, Facebook deactivated it or makes it an error message. So if you go in the comments, there's the real link that works. Mm-hmm. So click on that and um, it's a direct ship. So if you just click on that, order your cookies, direct ship, and they'll ship them directly to your house. So you can, you don't have to be embarrassed about the amount that you order. <laughs> so It's cookie um, time! You can come back and keep ordering. Uh, yes. I've had that happen too. Oh, yeah. And they've got some good selections this year. And it's unlimited because they're not going to run out because it's coming directly from Girl Scout headquarters. That's right. Where they have uh, the child Girl Scout laborers baking away. Slaving away. Beverly Hills, what a thrill. Girl Scout cookie season reminds me of Treat Beverly Hills, and I love that movie. So. Well, I showed Olivia that movie uh, earlier this year, and she loved it. Oh, so. well, of course she did. It's amazing. <laughs> It is. Yeah, it's a great way to end the show. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So we'll see you guys next week. Bye.